Stand by for the Terry Saul Show in five. Roll tape. Four. Cue Terry. Three. Bring audio up. Two. Stand by. One. Play intro. Stay tuned for the Terry Saul Show on Salem's original radio station, 104.3 FM and 1220 AM KSLM. Today's show is being brought to you by the Lule Group, featuring Lule's Car Connection, Don Lule Homes, and Teresa Lule's State Farm Insurance. Hey, this is Terry Saul, Saltissimo. Are you in the market for a new car? Well, if so, I encourage you to do what I do. Head down to Lule's Car Connection. Lule's has been selling quality vehicles for over 30 years. Lule's brokers any new vehicle selling within dealer invoice. Hey, check this out. Lule's has financing with most major lenders and credit unions. So do what I do. Stop by Lule's Car Connection located at 2055 Mission Street in Salem and tell them Saltissimo sent you. Lule's Car Connection. Well, good morning, and welcome to the weekend show. I'm Terry Saul with Amanda. Good morning, Amanda. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing A-OK. We have a special guest in studio today that we're going to be chatting with. You want to introduce him? Yes. So we have Joe Pulowski here, who's you're kind of, you do everything. Let's just be honest. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do, your business, your positions, and all of that? I have uh, three things that I'm doing primarily right now. I run a small woodworking business called Cascade Craftsman. Which you're absolutely amazing at. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. I am also the chairman of the Marion County Republican Party. Mm -hmm. And I am on the executive team for Freedom Business Fellowship. Yes, which is amazing. I just saw you speak there last week, which was like, you know what? I need to snag him and get him on here because I just love you. You're really good on the mic. Oh, thank you. You're very welcome. Are you two done? (laughs) Good golly. (laughs) All right. You are the Marion County Republican (gasps) chair, right? Yes. What's involved in that? A lot of cat herding. (laughs) Which is not easy. No. This is going to be a long hour. I can tell this right away. Long hour. So the Marion County uh, Republican Party elected me on November 17th of last year now. Congratulations. Uh, Thank you. To be the chairman for the next uh, two years. We are having a a meeting Thursday the 19th which I think when this broadcast goes, it will be over. Yes, but, uh, but that's okay. How'd the at, meeting go? I don't know. It went really well. Good. I'm going to go with that. <laughs> the uh, So one of the things that we'll be discussing or we discussed at the meeting and voted on was a change in bylaws where I will no longer be called the chairman, but just the chair. Oh. Why is that? So. Oh, is it because it's the man and woman chairman? Is that actually, why? Actually, yes. That is why, isn't it? It is, yes. Why don't they call it the chairperson? Because we have vice chair. Vice chairperson. Na- no, it's the vice, it's the vice chair. Okay. And it's been the vice chair. But we call person at the top, the chairman, the chairman, just out of tradition and habit. Yeah. But most people just absolutely have shortened that up to just chair at this point. Okay. And it's it's kind of consistent with the rest of the state as well. So that's the real big reason. Anyway, okay. So we're just, you know, having fun. We're so progressive and forward-looking, inclusive, and so is this. Are these diverse. open to the public? Uh, yes, the meeting is open to the public to observe. Okay, and uh, how to often? participate, you have to be a precinct committee person, PCP, either elected or appointed. Hopefully, by now, a uh, uh, elected official, which is in, why, in Marion why County. Why is that? Why can't they just let? Joe, general public, come in there and say what he wants to because say. Because the Marion County Republican Party is a private organization. And it's a oh, PAC, really? it's a political action committee. It is not a five hundred one c three. It is not a charity. It is not an organization that is government run. It is a completely private organization, just like mm, Nike is. It's a co- private company. 
Okay. Okay. So I am CEO of a private company whose business is politics. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, how long will you be the chair? See, I got that right this time. Yeah. yeah. How long will you be the chair? Two years. Two years per term. Can you rerun? Yes. Okay. Infinitely. All right. Really? Yes. There's no term limits. That's really cool. So what are some of the things that you want to work on in the near future? The first thing we have to do is uh, get good school board candidates elected. Amen. All right. Which is going to get me on a on a bit of a hobby horse here. School board candidates in Oregon are nonpartisan. Mm-hmm. So the Republican Party is not allowed to directly endorse or support school board candidates. Okay. Because we are considered partisan. Right. Those jobs, which are political in nature. Mm-hmm. They are. Yeah. Are considered nonpartisan. Okay. And what that does is it forces the school board candidates who are not running under the support and umbrella of the uh, teachers union, which, by the way, can support candidates completely. And does. And does. Mm -hmm. Okay. Forces essentially an individual fighting against a teachers union candidate. Yeah. All right. So last Mm. time out, last election, our side was outspent 10 to 1 in the Salem-Kaiser School District. Jeez. And one candidate lost by 29 votes, and another candidate lost by a little bit over 200. Wow. By 29 votes? 29 votes. Wow. Yep. And we had 18% turnout among Republicans in the, and the average turnout for the whole county was 24%. If we'd have hit the average, we'd have won two seats. That's disappointing. But we didn't. You don't even know 30 people to come in there and change the vote, do you? I, I do now. I do now. Yeah, I do now I'm, know 30 more people, Okay, yes. mm-hmm. And That's there's the three seats that are opening up, There correct? are three seats that are open right now for re-election this year. And uh, Sachit Chandragiri. Good is, job. Is, uh, <laughs> yes, the doctor, Sachit yes. Chandragiri, is running for re-election. Okay. And then we have uh, we have some other people who are running. Really? Um, yes. And I'm not going to say That's their names okay. right now. That's just good news. Because they want to Announce you know, make it. their own announcements right. and stuff. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. Although I can't officially support them and I can't actually officially do anything, I can actually talk to them and talk because we're all people and we get to talk. Yeah. Yeah. So how many people mm-hmm. are in this business you have then? The Marion County There's about 230 PCPs, precinct now, committee people. Can you explain what a PCP is? So if you remember back in the day when we voted in a precinct, the precinct committee people were the people that ran the elections that you went to go to. They actually were the people who actually counted your votes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they, they ran the precincts and operated the election, and that was what their primary job was. Okay. And you elected them. To that position. So I'm an elected PCP and I was elected by my neighbors. All right. Hmm. And that was part of our system at the time. Uh, and we got away with it, with, away from it with, uh, with mail-in ballots because you went to a place where your neighbors, the people you knew, okay, counted your own ballot right in front of you. Mm-hmm. All right. And that's what PCPs used to do. Now we do issue advocacy and, and, you know, fundraising and other stuff to support candidates and, you know, get out the vote kind of stuff of mailings and and phone calls and and other stuff along those lines. But we don't do the actual, you know, vote counting that we used to do. That's a shame. I remember Mm -hmm. when I was 18, first time I got to, when we're talking back in the mid-70s, we had to go across the street to Ken and Gloria Hotop's house and their Mm -hmm. garage and they had their computer printout and they looked for your name and... 
and then you did it right then and there. Yes. And we, we knew that night who won the election. And you knew within 15 minutes of the polls closing because, who won because the counting was happening all day in you know, a thousand different places. And so it was very well distributed. And then people just called up at the end of the day and said, this is what my precinct numbers are. And then you reconciled all those so that the numbers matched up everywhere and, you know, like a little bit of an accounting problem. And boom, it was done. Easy peasy. Why can't we get no back computers, to that? No Why can't we get required. back to that? Oh, you, mean, you can't cheat. Yeah. Well, to be completely honest, there's no reason why we can't other than what we have in the law right now. So we would have to change uh, Oregon law at this point. Sean yeah. Hannity talks all the yeah. all day long. He's talking about today about mm-hmm. making election a national holiday, and on that one day, yeah, I totally support that idea. You just go down there and you cast your vote, and that's it. Yeah, making it yeah. a holiday so that yes. everybody has the time off to do yeah. it. And the, yep. and there's some exceptions to it if you medically can't get there, right. or if you're in the military and you can't get there, whatever away on business. But make it a holiday. You go down there. The polls open at seven in the morning. Mm-hmm. And they close at whatever seven and eight at night. Oh, you, you that's yeah. Brilliant. One of the one of the problems with with how we vote when you vote in person is you have these, uh, I can't say crazy, but limited hours that are like business hours. Right. Mm-hmm. So when I was growing up. Nine my, to five. Yeah, it would be like nine to five. Okay. You know, and so many people were working that entire time and, and would have to take the day off or leave work early or something like that. And that's a big reason why we should, we should convert it to something like a national holiday so that, and we have all kinds of folks that work in, you know, they work nights. They work all kinds of crazy hours. And so you open it up for that whole 24 hours that you can vote. Yeah. Okay. You just leave the whole day open. You don't hold back any time. There's no time here or there. You know, there's no poll closing until it's midnight, and it's the whole day. I you like think that'll that. ever happen? Uh, I think it's going to happen in many Nationwide places. Nationwide or just in Oregon? I think we're going to see some states start to make moves in that direction very soon. And top of my list is Arkansas. On Why? That. Sarah Huckabee Sanders is outstanding. Okay. And she has already had, there's already counties in Arkansas that are talking that have gone to, uh, you know, paper ballots and uh, no computers in their voting. Really? Yes. That's cool. She's going to be a better governor than her daddy was. Uh, Yes. And he's the first one to say that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's going to start to, Ron DeSantis is going to get a lot of uh, competition here very soon. Yeah. (laughs) You think he's going to run? Oh, for in twenty four? Yeah. Oh, that's a that's a tough he one. He said he's not. He, he's you saying know? right now he's not, but that got him elected as governor again. Yes. But so my uh, my hope is that uh, is is we have a good strong Republican candidate whose name is Trump. Amen to that. <laughs> have you ever met him, Trump? President? No, I have not. Big guy. Yes. You got to look up to him. I've met his brother. He's met his, or his son. son. A son. His uh, son. Eric, yeah. Yeah. I met Eric. I met Eric when they were See here at Reawaken. Too? Yeah, Very. he's six four, six five, something like that. And Trump's up there, and and the, mm-hmm. the youngest son, Baron, is like two inches higher than Trump now. Oh yeah, he's yeah. huge. He's, is yeah. he really? Yeah, yeah, he's almost seven foot. Oh yeah. my god, it's goodness. all the Big Macs. Yeah, <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> all right. So okay, I have to ask: with this position mm. that you have, what is your least favorite part of it? The drama. The drama. There's what, a lot. What, what, huh? what kind of drama? Without mentioning anybody's name, but if you want to mention names, I don't care. What kind of drama? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the uh, <clears throat> there are a lot of people who whose uh, opinions have been uh, around for a long time, and they've and I can't describe this in a in a nice non, way in a, in a very um, <laughs> let me put it to you this way. 
if you've been seriously invested in something for a long time right and somebody comes along and says you're you're wrong and you're all screwed up and I'm here to save the day yeah do you feel a little resentful yeah I'd feel a lot of resentful yes yes you would okay so we have a dynamic right now where we've had a lot of new people come into the Mary uh, not only Marion County but the rest of the the state party and they they have come in and they've they've you know pulled back their shirt and shown off their Superman S and they're like, I'm here to save the day. Okay. And everybody who's been in the fight for, you know, years and decades in some cases are like, okay, glad you're here. And the new, a lot of the new folks are like, get out of the way. I'm taking over. Hmm. Okay. Some people thought I was going to do that. And you know, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. (laughs) You, you cannot throw people under the bus Simply because they were there uh, four years ago. Right. All right. It doesn't make any sense. All right. We all need to work together mm-hmm. and we all need to go in the same direction. Yes. Okay. And so that's my, that's one of the big dynamics that we have right now is a lot of new folks and new energy, which is awesome and wonderful, but it is not looking to, it is not looking to improve things. It's looking to replace things. Hmm. And that dynamic is is very difficult to manage at this moment. But I'm working on it. That would be difficult, dealing with people within your own party, Mm -hmm. having those struggles. That would be difficult. I noticed one thing. I think um, it was actually Jen that had said this, um, that the the Democrats— they stand strong with like their one organization or they've got their too few organizations that they back up and support. Yeah, that's how communists operate. And then— Then there's us with, we've got so many different ones where it's like we're spread so thin. Yes. There's not enough of us taking on these things because we're, what is your perspective on that? (laughs) Jen's completely right. Yeah. No, Uh, it it is. I I just guess I'm not really good at putting it Which is part of our problem too is because we have like uh, the marrying, we have the Republican Party, which should in a lot of ways be operating as a, uh, if you will, a central hub for a lot of these folks. And then we have like Oregon Right to Life and some Second Amendment. We have several Second Amendment groups. And they're all like, and and we have Free Oregon, which I love you, Ben. Anyway. He's about to cut you off. Yes. Uh, Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm going to cut you off right now. Go ahead. So let's do that. We're just about out of time uh, for this segment. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. You're listening to The Weekend Show with Amanda Smith and Terry Saul, brought to you by the Lule Group, Lule's Car Connection, Don Lule Homes, and Teresa Lule State Farm Insurance. Back in a minute. You're listening to The Terry Saul Show on KSLM AM and FM, brought to you today by the Lule Group. Hey, this is Terry Saul, Saltissimo. You know, when it comes time to move into a new home, it's time to consider Don Lule Homes. The Lule difference is simply setting the bar for quality service in Salem. Find out today about custom-built new homes. Don Lule Homes offers open floor plans, quality craftsmanship, and over 50 years of excellent experience in new construction. Beautiful homes are coming soon. Call today and ask for Erica at 503-428-6992. Don Lule Homes. Stay tuned for The Terry Saul Show on Salem's original radio station, 104.3 FM and 1220 AM KSLM. Today's show is being brought to you by the Lule Group, featuring Lule's Car Connection, Don Lule Homes, and Teresa Lule's State Farm Insurance. 
We are back with the weekend show. Terry Saul, Amanda Smith, and we're talking to Joel Palowski. Palowski. Did I get Pawlow- it right? Palowski. Yes. Okay. Yes. By the time we're done, I might be able to have it down. Palowski. Yep. But see, you got it. Oh, there yeah. you go. All right. So picking up on a conversation where we left off with how we're all divided. Yes. All those cats. Yes. So that's a lot of the, the, the issue. One of the things that I've been trying to do since I've been chair is to get some of these organizations to, to come to the same place, mm-hmm. so, to, you know, so to speak. Right. So that we can, we can help each other and assist each other. I started actually with uh, my fellow counties in uh, the Republican Party. With Polk County, with Lynn County, and with Yamhill County, we formed an organization we were calling Mid-Valley Republicans. Okay. And w- the reason we did this is so that we can work across those county lines to elect people yeah. that we want to elect. That's because a lot really of the times we have even Salem Kaiser School District, although in this election, none of all of them are in Marion County, but often they're not. They cross over into Polk County as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we have state seats which cross over. We have the state senator seats which cross over. So a lot of crossover in many of those areas. We even have fire districts and water districts that cross county lines. Okay. So we want to be able to elect people across those county lines and have and have good representation. So in order to do that, we need we need Oregon Right to Life to be involved. We need Free Oregon to be involved. Uh, when I said I love you, Ben, I meant Ben Kibler, who is the uh, Free Oregon uh, guy here in He's Marion amazing. County. He's an awesome guy. He is. Uh, and a good friend, and I appreciate him. We need the two-way organizations to come to the table as well mm-hmm. so that when – we have a problem to solve or there's something we want to achieve, we can achieve it together. Okay. Very often, a lot of these organizations are like, well, you know, I need to, I'm going to say it out loud. I need to make money because this is how I make money in my life. And so if I join up with you, I'm not going to make as much money. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hmm. And that is a big reason why a lot of these organizations exist in the first place. I am not making any money. No one is paying me to be the chairman. No one's going to pay me for, to be the chairman. Chair. Or chair. Sorry. I'm kidding. Yes. Thank you. Keep me straight. So, 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 yes, so exactly. Will. We're not going to change Oregon, improve Oregon, okay, when we just only look out for number one. Mm-hmm. All right? We have to actually care about our neighbors and, and work together. So, so how are you attracting these, these people that you want if they're not going to be cats. making any money? That's called the power of persuasion. So a lot of this has to do with just improving our own, our own society, our own area, mm-hmm. city, county. All right. It is not if they don't want, you know, I mean, can't make anybody show up. Yeah. Okay. But so far, the message has been very well received because a lot of these organizations have been, well, no one talks to me. Right. And I'm like. No one talks to you? Yeah, no one talks to me. Because they assume, all right, and I'm not talking about everybody, all right? I'm talking about just there's a handful. And it doesn't matter who they are because they're actually self-destructing on their own because what they're doing is counterproductive. So there are things that we want to do as the party and as other organizations, like with FBF and uh, Freedom Business Fellowship, to improve the lives of, you know, Salemites around the around the area and people who live in Marion County and Oregon in general. And one of those is to do voter initiatives that make things better. Do you work with Multnomah County or anybody else other than Marion and Polk counties here? We have reached out to them. Marion County was disorganized, which is a long way of saying they didn't have a chair until just a little bit ago. Actually, this weekend, right now. 
Serious? Yes. How long were they without one? They had their first attempt at it back in November, and huh. uh, the meeting did not go well. So they're redoing it, actually, when this show's on Saturday, so it would be today. So, so Clackamas re- County is also another thing, but Clackamas County is a, is a big, giant beast, okay? And that is, so we're going to work with them one-on-one That's across cool. those borders. Okay. Yeah. Multnomah County is probably a, probably mm. just want to stay away from there. It's a, it's a little bit of a nightmare there. It's a bit of a soup sandwich. Yeah. 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 Because is it? Is it's got a, a soup lot of, sandwich. Yes, yes. Is it, <laughs> I was in the Army for 30 years, so I got lots of those. Yeah. Soup sandwich. I like that. Yes. What's the one where you, they tell you to toughen up? What's that? Uh, Harden up, buttercup. There you go. Harden that's, up, there buttercup. you go. That's the one. That's what uh, that, I'm paraphrasing. That's yep. not the original. Because <laughs> we're on the radio, we can't say yes. the original? Yes. I can't wait to get off so you can tell me the original. <laughs> Uh, so you in the army for thirty years? Where'd you serve? Uh, everywhere but Europe. Really? Yeah. How come not Europe? I don't know. You just didn't end up there. Yeah, I got. I was in. Uh, you need to toughen up, Buttercup. <laughs> I was in. Uh, I was in the Pacific for the last. Well, for for about twelve years, uh, and then my last four years, I was at uh, Homeland Security with U.S. Army North. So how long all together were you with the army? Twenty nine years, wow. nine months, six days. Thank you so much for your service. Thanks. And then you're thanks for the Home Depot discount. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of probably a good discount. It is. It's 10%. It's it's awesome. It's really helpful when you have a woodworking business. <laughs> yeah. Am I missing something here? Home Depot discount. Oh, because you're in the military. Because I'm yeah. a veteran. Yes, veterans get a 10% discount at Home what Depot. What do radio announcers get? Anything? Uh, I'm going to have to go with... Uh, never yeah, mind, never yeah. mind, never <laughs> no, mind. Not a, not a... Toughen up, buttercup, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Wow, so 29 years. Where was, I guess, what was the farthest you went? Farthest I went... Well, I was in Korea for about three of those years. Wow. South Korea, not north. Did you go to Vietnam? Uh, no, I'm not that old. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I started in the Army in 1982. Well, yeah. I wasn't old in 82, the oldest didn't come on until just was, recently when she came aboard. Yeah, I was 17 when I when I joined the Really? Army. Yeah. She had to yeah, get okay. parents' permission at 17? Yes. Yeah. And they were like, where do I sign? <laughs> How quickly can you take him? <laughs> yes, please. And then yeah. you did Homeland Security. What was that like? Are you allowed to talk about that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing too exciting about it. No? Mm-hmm. It no. sounds exciting. Give us the dirt. The I know. The dirt? The dirt. Uh, let's see. I introduced the federal government to Alex Jones. Really? Yes. What does it elaborate? Well, uh, we were doing an exercise in uh, 2010 at uh, Fort Leavenworth, Kansas. You know what? I'm sorry. And we're over time. But as much as I'd love to hear this, we got to take a break. Okay. <laughs> we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Stick around. It's going to get yep. interesting. You're listening to The Terry Saul Show on KSLM AM and FM, brought to you today by the Lule Group. We're back in five, four, Q Terry, two, one, you're on. We are back. Let's continue with our Alex Jones story. Okay. Yes, let's. Okay, so 2010, uh, we're doing an exercise in, at Fort Leavenworth, and uh, they were also at the same time remodeling the uh, the penitentiary there. Okay. You, you've heard of Leavenworth, the federal penitentiary. Yeah, my mom used to threaten me all the time with that. Yes. Uh, So they were actually, I think they were adding on a a wing 
at the time. So when you build a large prison, it takes a lot of concrete. Mm-hmm. So we had uh, federal troops and uh, National Guard troops and concrete all coming in at the same time. And it was it pinged his interest or something. And he wrote this crazy story on his website about how we were building some sort of camp. Okay. Okay. And on Love He had no clue what it was. Yeah, he had no. They were just sitting outside, taking uh, outside the base, taking photos. And so I went to the uh, I went to the website and I you know scraped some stuff off the website and I put it up in a. Uh, we had a media uh, instruction team, for back, lack of a better word, who taught people how to deal with the media and how to speak and on a microphone and because some of these guys, you know these colonels who'd been around in the National Guard forever, they'd never experienced anything like someone sticking a microphone in their face right. and ask them a question. So we would do it and to and know, it, kind of train them. It can them. be very intimidating. It can. And, and some of those responses were, oh, man, the blooper reels were awesome. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so so we took this and, and we put it together in a presentation and we sent it and uh, we presented it to some various generals in, in Kansas and Missouri and uh, a couple that were federal as well that we were teaching. And I had, I had one guy just look me straight in the eye and tell me I made it all up. Seriously. That Alex Jones was a figment of my imagination and he didn't exist. I had to, I was supposed to come up with real news sites to example, because we had CNN and Fox How news. did you react to that, to him? I laughed. Okay. Before <laughs> okay. you punched him in the nose or No, afterwards? no, this was a general. I wasn't going to punch him in the nose. I did, I did laugh probably inappropriately. Okay. <laughs> Because because I'm like, no, sir, he's real. Okay, and then we went and got the real website and showed it to him. Okay, the fact that there were people out there who watching what the Army does and attempting to guess what the Army was doing at the time was just preposterous to them. They had, they had no concept of the idea that American citizens would even care what the Army was doing or what the U.S. military was doing. So it was just one of those things where it was a very big shock to some folks in the fe- in the federal system. That's interesting. Anytime I see, like, a, the Army mm-hmm. vehicles on the highway, I'm like, where are they going? What are they doing? Have I, you checked yeah, the news? Right. What's, what's going on? They're usually driving between motor pools. It's kind that's of funny. Kind of, that's where my kind of curiosity. Get yeah. in that line with them and just yeah. follow them. I would love to follow you. Can I get you dinner? What are you doing? <laughs> yes, what are you doing? I'm driving back to Fort Lewis. Yeah. So up by five. Going on. They always yes. have their headlights on, too. Have you noticed that? Yes. The, those are standard convoy rules. You have to have headlights on. They turn their headlights. Yes. Day or night. All the time. I think that rule should apply to everybody. So yeah. when, they're in, when they're in combat, though, they don't have the lights on? I hope not. But the they're, probably, they're probably wearing a reflective belt, though. Reflective belt, though. A reflective and, belt? Yes. What is that? The PT belt. Yes. All okay. the time. For safety reasons. What is a PT belt? Yeah, that's the belt you wear while you're doing physical training, running something else. Explains reflective. What, explains so you don't, don't get hit by cars. It's is. just a, so yeah. you, you're seen. Got it. So you're oh, it's well like a like yes. a vest, okay. like a okay. reflective yeah. vest. Yes, right. I've seen the reflective belt. Also, you know, claim, there's a lot of running jokes about the PT belt, as it's called in the army. Hmm. Wear it for all kinds of things. Yeah, <laughs> that make no sense, but you know. Mm-hmm. Those those cannons that they pull, who gets to pull the trigger on those cannons? Cannon trigger pullers? I don't know. I was never Can an artilleryman. <laughs> we call them we call them cannon cockers, but that's another story. <laughs> okay, so with the Alex Jones thing, when he realized that he was real, 
Or is that was that the end of the story? That's kind of the end of the story. That right. was just like the the disbelief that was that was yeah. there. Okay, you got to show the general wrong. Did yeah. that feel pretty good? No, no. Oh. It's just well, it was part of the training too. So we did a bunch of stuff. So part of the team that we when we were creating these exercises was, and this was in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. We did an exercise. Okay, side note: the Muscatatuck, Kentucky, uh, Indiana, was a insane asylum that was shut down in 1988. Okay. And we used to do exercises there. All right. Is that and terrifying? It was, it was shut down in one day. So when we mm. went in and inspected it for the first time, the operating theaters, as they were called, were still in the same condition, only with dust, as they were from the day that it was shut down. So, like, all of the scalpels and stuff are still laid out yeah. in, the, in the basement of the hospital well, where they did lobotomies. It was literally the creepiest place I've ever been in my entire life. I spent 15 minutes there total. And every time somebody asked me to go back there again, I was like, nope, I'm good. Or no, I got something else better to do. (laughs) Okay. And we couldn't, we couldn't get people. We had people that were supposed to guard stuff overnight there. Okay. And they would, they would sleep outside. They were instead of staying inside. Instead of staying in that building, in that hospital. It is just unbelievable. So yeah, so we did exercises. So how long was it closed down before you guys went? We were the first ones to occupy it after it had been closed. It's just been closed by the state and left unoccupied. We started using it in late two thousand nine. If I remember right. How creepy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. You've mentioned a few different states. you've been well, you've mentioned quite a few states. Yes, I've been in forty nine states, seventeen countries. Wow. What's your favorite state? Oregon. Oregon, actually. Yeah. Really? I yeah. knew that. Yeah. I moved here on purpose after I retired. <laughs> on purpose? Yes. <laughs> I meant to be here. Yes. Okay. Yeah. What was your worst state? What's the one state that you said, oh, oh, I don't need to come back here that's again? a good question. Florida. Really? Mine too. Really? I don't yeah. like Florida. I've been there three mm-hmm. times and don't like it. I went to school there. I lived there for six years. Wow. Undergraduate. And, uh, yeah. that's, that humidity just kind of. You can slice the air with a, with a dull spoon. I feel yeah. like you're, you've been so many places, you're, um, mm-hmm. you intrigue me with the, just how much information I feel like you have up top. And I talk a lot too, so yeah. I can intrigue you. When I was in Florida, I got chased by an alligator crossing a bridge. Yep. I'm serious. Really? You're laughing mm-hmm. at me, but I'm serious. I heard that thing and I looked down and I saw it. You never saw this fat boy run so fast <laughs> in your life. <laughs> yeah. Alligators are, uh, well, yeah, they're everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. When I was uh, when I was in uh, college there, we had uh, we restaurant apartment complex that we were at. We'd go down and sit by the pool or whatever. And uh, for bug control, they would put little geckos out. They would just throw a bucket of geckos, really, like hundreds of them everywhere because they eat bugs. Mm-hmm. Okay, but some of the geckos were really stupid and slow. Okay, and so mm-hmm. we would catch them and feed them to the alligators. <laughs> So the alligators would come up and sit. Uh, there was the little area there. These now these are small ones, like you know, eighteen inches to maybe three feet. Alligators, okay, alligators, okay. and we would toss them geckos for entertainment. Okay. <laughs> You're a strange Jeez. person, you know. Yeah. We uh, we actually mm-hmm. did an interview with a guy who brought a baby alligator and plopped it right down in front of us. Alli- yeah. yeah, yeah, and and you, their skin is really soft. Yes, I was surprised with that when they're young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This it changes one, when they get older. This one winked at me, and I thought, uh uh-uh, oh, he's thinking dinner. She, Allie. Was it a she? Mm-hmm. I didn't care. I wanted out Allie. of there. Allie, Allie yeah. the alligator. Yeah. Allie the alligator. That yeah. was her name. Bizarre. Yeah. Anyhow, so Florida's not your uh, favorite state. No, no. Even though I'm actually going there next week for vacation, but that's another story. <laughs> they're waiting for you. Yeah, yeah. Now they're going to hear me, and we're going to be like, oh, yeah. no. And, and alligators are going to be looking for you. Yeah. 
All right. So what else have you done? Well, hold on. I've got a question. Okay, never mind. So what what brought you into politics? What brought me into politics? Yeah. So November fourth, twenty twenty. Okay. Six oh five a.m. Six oh five a.m. Are yes. you sure it wasn't six oh four? Yes. Pacific yes. time, right? Yes, Pacific time. What happened okay. then? Yeah. Am I missing something? What happened then? November fourth. Okay. Fourth. At okay. 6.05 a.m. That sounds like an election. Yeah. It was the day after the 2020 election. Yep. Okay. I woke up. I went to bed at midnight and things were fine. And I woke up the next, got up and looked at stuff at 6 a.m. and went, oh, that's, that's when, an interesting that's curve. They discovered thousands of ballots under yeah. somebody's chair or table or something. Yeah. So my, my background is in computer science and statistics. Uh-huh. So I've studied curves and and stats and how things are supposed to work, and the so, the changes in ballots, especially in Phil, in Pennsylvania, uh, Wisconsin, Michigan, because I'm from Michigan, I grew up I grew right. up in the Detroit area. Uh, so when that happened, were indicative of an outside force in, impacting the system. Yeah. Okay. Did it piss you off? Uh, no, no, I don't get mad. You just get even. Uh, yes. You take <laughs> yeah. action. I don't. I don't. I don't get mad about things. I go to war, so to okay. speak. Okay. And that's what I've done since then. That's why I'm Marion County Chairman. Chair. Mm-hmm. That too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually yes. really admire you. Uh, you you put yourself out there. Um, you're not afraid of the fight with politically with what's going on. Um, and you're very informative. I know I've learned a tremendous amount from you. Thanks. Um, just even at FBF, the Freedom Business Fellowship, with when you give your speeches and then hearing you on River Roundtable and then just seeing you plugged into so many different things. Uh, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Because not everybody can do that. And so it takes a really special person to do that. And like you said, it's not something that's just paid. You're not. Nobody's paying me. Yeah. It's, that's okay. It's you because do. you care. You care about the people. You care about Marion County. Well, I have five grandkids. Okay. And uh, I want them to grow up and enjoy the same freedoms that I did. Yeah. Okay. I want them to be able to ride a bicycle without a helmet, you know, 20 miles and go get ice cream. And be okay. And be okay. That's what I want for my grandkids. Yeah. Whether they want, actually want to do, make the effort is another story. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I want the world that they, that they live in to be like that. To allow it to happen. To allow it to happen, to be that safe and to be that free. Yeah. You know? So that's your why? Is that mm-hmm. your why? Your grandkids? That's my big why. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Also, I really enjoy the fight. It is kind of fun, huh? Yeah. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite I'm a part? Warrior, I'm a warrior at heart. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, it isn't a, it isn't a requirement that I, you know, that I be in, you know, combat or, or something like that, but it is that I be in the arena mm-hmm. and, and I find that I enjoy it Absolutely. very much. Yes. We need to take a short break. Don't go anywhere. We're coming right back here <coughs> and we'll be back in just a moment. Today's show is being brought to you by the Lule Group, Lule's Car Connection, Don Lule Homes and Teresa Lule. State Farm Insurance, back in a little bit. You're listening to The Terry Saul Show on KSLM AM and FM. Brought to you today by the Lule Group. We're back in five, four, Q Terry, two, one, you're on. You're listening to the Terry Saul Show on KSLM AM and FM, brought to you today by the Lule Group. 
insurance get the very best coverage with state farm agent Teresa lule in salem state farm keeps you and your family covered with great auto insurance that's also a great value visit online at teresalule.com or on facebook better yet stop in the offices at 890 commercial street southeast in salem or call 503-378-1100 good morning terry Solomana smith we are back with our final segment and we're talking with the joel polowski yes good job i'm telling you Excellent. He, he's my, the my chair. Last, my last name is Lamakia. Play with that one there. Lamakia. Mr. Polowski. How many letters are in yours? Say that again. Polowski. No, no, you're Saltalamakia. Lamakia. Saltalamakia. Yeah. Yeah. That's not too bad. My cousin's grown up with Feebly Poblich. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Feebly Poblich. Feebly Poblich. That's yes. a, that's, a, that's mm-hmm. I think yeah. that one takes the cake. Grandma's a doozy. Grandma passed away and they all went to the courthouse and changed their name to Phillips. There you go. <laughs> Did they really? <laughs> yep. That's funny. Okay, so uh, with with you are the chair of the Marion County GOP. Yes. And you guys, is there anything you guys are in need of? I know we were talking about PCPs. More, more PCPs. Yes. More people, more help. Okay. Always more. And how does somebody go about becoming a PCP? I think you were your neighbors vote you in. Is that well? That's nominated? to become an elected PCP, which happens every two years. Okay. In the uh, when we have a general election cycle. 22, 20, the next time is 24. Okay. You're an elected PCP in the primary election of that year. So the May election of 24 is the next time we will be electing PCPs. Oh, okay. However, between now and then, you can become an appointed PCP. Okay. And to do that, you show up at the Marion County uh, GOP Central Committee meeting, which is at the VFW in Salem, uh, every third Thursday of the month. It starts at 6.30 p.m., doors open at 6, and we will bring you in and ask you why you want to be a PCP. And as long as you don't give us a crazy answer, we'll say yes. Okay. What's some of the crazy answers you've heard? I haven't heard a crazy answer yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so haven't heard one, you know. You were telling us about this vote where you have to vote for three people. And what did you call that? Ranked choice voting. Okay, what is that? Right now we have uh, Dan Rayfield, who's the uh, Speaker of the House in the Oregon Legislature, has proposed legislation called House Bill 2004 that would... Uh, implement ranked choice voting into Oregon at all levels. Whoever we want to vote for at the federal level to to the lowest dog catcher job. Okay. And what ranked choice voting is, it's a way of ensuring that you actually don't have control over your own vote. What you do is you say you have uh, three or four, we'll just call it three people who are running for a position and you have to vote for all three and you number them one, two, three. And when you look at the, then they count it all up on who's got number, how many number one votes does each candidate have? Whichever one has the lowest, they drop that candidate off and take all the number two votes that you have and apply those number two votes to the other two. And then whichever one of those two has the most number one and number two votes wins. How does that seem fair? It's not fair. So essentially what you're required to do is vote for everything. And that way you're, you've made a choice. All right. So if you have to vote for every single candidate who is running, then you actually have not voted for anything as a result. Mm. And that's, that's what we have. Ranked choice voting happened in uh, Alaska this last season. Okay. So in the primary, they had a jungle, typically a jungle primary goes with it. So all Democrats, all Republicans, independents, everybody goes into one primary together. All right. And then they pick the top three out of the jungle primary to go into the general election, which gives you your choice. So in Alaska, 
they had in the primary, you had uh, two Republicans and one Democrat win. All right, in the in the in the primary, mm-hmm. and the person who came in third was Lisa Murkowski. Guess who won the general election? But Lisa the, Murkowski. Really? Yes. But she came in third. She came in third in the primary. She was trailing in all the polls, okay? She was 20 points behind Sarah Palin, but she won the general election because she was everybody's second choice. Wow. Right? Wow. Okay. And that's why it's so bad, because the only thing that you're going to get out of ranked choice voting is whoever the establishment wants. Mm-hmm. The entire purpose of us ranked choice voting is to keep people from Trump w- winning or Marjorie Taylor Greene from winning or Lauren Boebert or Matt Gates or even Jim uh, Jim Jordan or even a Kevin McCarthy. Okay, it's it's to keep an AOC from winning. Okay, yeah. it's to keep anybody who's not going to be in the establishment from winning because they will always be the lesser of the two evils, if you will, or the less of or of the four evils, whatever they might be. All right. Who's, who's going to decide that? Oh, our Secretary of State okay. so will we'll develop the algorithm that will determine what your vote is here in Oregon. Yes. And when are they? So he's he's trying to get that done now. Yes. And I'll tell you exactly why. OK. OK. Christine Drazen came within 45,000 votes of winning the governor's seat. So close. One hundred and eighty thousand Republicans statewide did not vote. Mm-hmm. OK. So the reason why Christine Drazen is not governor right now is because Republicans didn't vote in the numbers in which we should have voted. Mm-hmm. All right. That's number that's number two. There's a second reason is that we came within 6,800 votes across six House seats of controlling the lower body in the Oregon legislature. Mm-hmm. All right. Four of those touch Marion County of those seats. Really? Okay. Welcome to why Mer- Mid-Valley Republicans win, mm-hmm. uh, exists, is to turn those four seats red. Yeah. All right. In the next election, if we have ranked choice voting, there's almost no way to control how your vote gets handled once it gets turned into the because it's a black box. You actually don't know how how it will get worked. They'll tell you this is how it typically works or something like that. But once again, you know, it's this person won. Trust me. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan of that. And and trust in elections right now is probably at an all time low. You think? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeez. So then what do you do to make sure that this doesn't get implemented? Well, we're going to write to our write to our legislature. And so if you go to MarionCountyGOP.org, you will find uh, instructions there. Not at this moment, but very soon. You will find instructions there on how to get a hold of your legislatures and uh, send them email or uh, sign up to testify uh, on how to talk about this. There are a bunch of other bad bills as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's an anti, anti-gun bill of 2005, which outlaws 80% lowers. There's no grandfather clause on that. So if you have one from 20 years ago, Doesn't you'll matter. become a felon. Wow. Crazy. Yes. So much so much going on behind the scenes that <clears throat> the public doesn't know about, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. We have almost 4,000 bills in the Oregon legislature this session right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, which is typical. And a lot of them are mm-hmm. study ones. I was actually— Those are placeholders. Exactly. I just was—I uh, mm-hmm. went to a government affairs on, yeah. on Wednesday, mm-hmm. learned about that. And yeah. they'll gut them, and then they'll put other stuff in them. As it's leaving committee. Yeah. So you have no chance to really complain about it. Because committee wow. is where you get to complain about it the mm-hmm. most. It's yeah. sneaky. Oh, yeah. It's a yeah. sneaky little thing out there. Yeah. So. Yeah. So we were just about out of time, Joel. If uh, people wanted to get in touch with you, what's the best way? So the uh, Marion County GOP.org website is the best way to go uh, and go sign up for uh, 
sign up for our email. I hate to sound like I'm pushing an email list, but I am. <laughs> so we can communicate <laughs> with you. Absolutely. Um, and then there will be more to follow on that. I also do a, you can follow me on Rumble or Facebook at Marion Leader. Uh, I do a weekly podcast called Marion Leader. Okay. And it's on Rumble and Facebook. Awesome. All right. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you, Thank you. you come back and join us again sometime? Oh, absolutely. Love to. Alrighty. We're just about out of time for today's show. Remember, you can catch our show every Saturday at 10 a.m. and a replay Sundays at 6 p.m. right here on Salem's original radio station, KSLM. A reminder, if you missed any of today's show or would like to hear any of my shows, you can always hear a podcast on our official KSLM website at www.kslm.news or on my official website at www.terrysaul.com. If you would like to drop me a note, I'd love to hear from you. My email address is terry at kslm.news. We'll see you next time. Take care and be safe. You've been listening to The Terry Saul Show on Salem's original radio station, 104.3 FM and 1220 AM KSLM. Today's show is brought to you by the Lule Group, featuring Lule's Car Connection, Don Lule Holmes, and Teresa Lule's State Farm Insurance. That's a wrap. Thanks, everybody. Good show. Bye, everybody.